Warriors. Nice enough to join us, the Warriors GM, Bob Myers. Bob, congratulations on the seventh pick. How much of a relief is it for you guys to be hanging on to that seventh pick? Oh, it's a relief. I flew all the way to New York and want to fly all the way out here and come back empty-handed. So um, it's good for us. It's good for our organization. And uh, hopefully we can do something good with it. And we haven't seen a lot of those players in that range beyond going to watch them work out with their agents. So uh, getting them into our facility and having our coaches look at them and the rest of our staff is important. We feel good. Uh, to be honest, though, it's not a fun thing to be sitting at the lottery because it means you're not in the playoffs. So hopefully – Hopefully don't have to go back for a while. Obviously, you can't get into specific players, but what do you see as the most pressing roster needs that you might be able to address with that pick? It's a good draft, probably because a lot of players decided to go back to school in 2011-12 for fear of the lockout. So it's a deeper draft. So you're really able to address a lot of needs. And uh, what, what normally would be a pick that you would hope to get a good player. I think you can assure yourself that you'll be staring at some some quality players that will be in the NBA for for 10 years uh, in the top 10. So it's a a good pick to have in a good draft year. And um, I think we benefited from a lot of players in college going back to school for a year. Bob, our own Dan Dibley made three straight baskets yesterday playing Nerf Hoop in our office. He wants you to know that he's available for the seventh pick, but is he even a possibility? We've had him on our board, but we saw some video of him, and um, <clears throat> we saw that he was his shot was cut out of whack, and he didn't look like, honestly, his physique did not look like he was in good shape, which is a, a, a real concern of ours. Um, so I don't know that he's going to be on play at seven. But I, I will be available at 52, Bob, uh, in case you want to use you know, your fourth pick. I wouldn't have hurt feelings in case you're curious. Yeah, we looked at you at 52 as well, and it's just yeah. there's a lot of guys in front of you. Yeah. I, I, sorry. As in 52 pounds overweight, yeah, by yeah. the way. Uh, Bob Myers, the Warriors GM, nice enough to join us here on 95.7 of the game. Bob, you've got seven, you've got 30, 35, and 52 uh, but you also are a young team that's been adding young players, especially in the last year. Is it safe to assume you probably don't draft for young players? Yeah, it is safe to assume. And now certainly we could, and with the idea of leaving one of them or two of them over in Europe. And uh, But the concept of having seven players that are uh, either rookies or one year in the league is, uh, is, is great to have youth, but there's a diminishing returns at some at some point in time. You have to surround youth with veterans, or else I think you set a bad precedent. A lot of young players that enter in the NBA, and I I know this a little bit from being an agent. They crave um, some discipline. They crave some mentorship, and so to just throw a bunch of young guys out there and expect a good result, I think uh, can be difficult at times. So I think we'll look. To do a lot of things with the four picks, uh, we'll look to uh, consolidate them potentially. See what we can see what we can do via trade. If a team's interested in one of them and would like to offer us something in next year's draft, we would look at that um, because we still now owe a debt to Utah. They still are uh, in possession of the rights to our pick next year. Uh, I think it's top six or seven protected, but still we have a, a first next year regardless of whether we have to forfeit it to Utah would be good. So. The nice thing, again, about having four picks is there's a lot of things we can put up on the board, and I think we'll come back with some things we like. Bob, was it challenging dealing with Utah this year, kind of trying to balance out the possibility of losing the pick with maybe working it out next year? No, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's nice to have a guy like Kevin O'Connor, who's the general manager to speak with. He's uh, 
he's one of the best in the business. Uh, he's been around a long time, very professional. So we had some we had some conversations. They were very professional, and um, I would say challenging. Every deal is challenging. So I think um, he's a great partner if, if we're we're able to get something done. And and I think what, what sometimes we forget is the pick was uh, traded years ago in 2008, and then uh, it wasn't even a trade with Utah. It was with New Jersey, and then Jersey gave it to Utah. So. It's gone through all these different machinations, but I really like their general manager. And I said, if we were to lose it uh, to to somebody, I said I wouldn't mind losing it to him. He's a very good guy, great organization. So eventually they'll get it. We just wanted to hang out for for one more year. Bob Myers, Warrior GM, nice enough to join us here at 95.7 The Game. Jerry West, obviously a sterling reputation as a talent evaluator. Bob, Jerry West as a consultant, how large a role will he play in determining who you guys end up drafting? He's a big voice in our uh, in our room. Uh, ultimately, I have to make the decision I think is best, and with consultation from everybody, uh, we have a great group with Jerry and Mayor Rallies heavily involved, as is, as is uh, Travis Schlink uh, in our basketball ops, Kirk Lakeup. So we have a a good group, and um, I think Jerry has been around a long time. I know he's been around a long time. <laughs> I spoke to him last night, and I actually knew him in. Uh, I've known him for about 15 years. He was one of the first people I met when I was an agent. And so it's nice to be able to have that rapport where a lot of people, the first time they meet a guy like Jerry, it can be a little intimidating, whereas I've known him long enough where we can have conversations where we, we have healthy disagreement. So I think we'll be on the same page. I see no reason why we wouldn't. Um, and I think he's uh, he's a bright, bright mind, and he's seen everything, whether it's as a player as a coach, as an executive. So he's an invaluable resource for us, and he'll be leaned upon to give uh, give guidance. Um, we're lucky to have a guy like that. Well, Bob, what I hear you saying there when you speak a healthy disagreement sounds to me like you don't want Dan Dibley, but Jerry West may be very high Jerry, on, on yeah. Dan Dibley. Well, I don't know if I don't know if there's a leak in our office, but that is. Exactly <laughs> <what> <laughs> well, Travis Schlank's had his eye on me uh, for, yeah. for years yeah. now, Bob. Yeah. I'm sure well, you knew that. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's going to be amazing. Jerry and I had a heated debate last night about that exact issue, and spent an hour on the phone. He's a big fan of Dan's. I am clearly not, and um, clearly, so it, it's going to be. It, I'm 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 concerned. It could fracture our relationship, to be honest. Yeah, it's imagine that. Yeah, Dan Dibley fomenting conflict. Who'd yeah. have thought it? Uh, uh, Bob, uh, you know, as people think about the team next year, of course, uh, there's excitement about the draft and those possibilities, but it still substantially comes down to Andrew Bogut to that trade. What is Bogut's status right now? Where's his health and where's his progress? He's good. I texted with him yesterday. He's in Australia and he's rehabbing there. He actually has a gym at his home, which is a nice thing to have if you, if you can afford it. And he's got a facility there where he's rehabbing and said he feels good. He ditched the crutches and uh, he was sent me a good luck text on keeping the pick but he feels good we're gonna actually have our trainer strength coaches go visit him in australia but he's progressing as as he should and again i think you hit it on the head though i i keep saying this and i stole it from danny Ainge, but he he told me one time he said the best ability is availability and that, that kind of is the theme of the warriors 2012-13 season because we have a lot riding on our point guard and our center and their health so it's. Uh, I met with our trainers and doctor and uh, strength coach, and I said, you guys are by far the most important people uh, in our organization over the next three, four months. We need to make sure these players come in healthy. So um, we're on top of it, and both Curry and Bogut are doing what they should be doing, and, and uh, the timelines are, are looking good. 
Bob, obviously you're focused on your own needs. Can you tell us how much sympathy, how much compassion you have for Michael Jordan and the Bobcats? They had a terrible year. They've got a player of great local renown available with a first pick, and they don't get that first pick. How tough do you think that is for the Bobcats? It's tough. I actually saw their general manager before uh, in the green room and a couple of their executives, and the system is designed to uh, create parity, and that's why they that's why they entered into a new collective bargaining agreement this past year. And uh, through, not through a, it wasn't an easy uh, process, as we all know. But one of the things that I think the league tries to uh, implement is parity, and I think the team that clearly needed the most help was the Bobcats. Um, so I, I walked up to them before and I said, "Good luck." And and um, to be honest, if we couldn't get it, you almost hope that the team that needs it the most gets it. And they, uh, the, the problem with this draft is one to two is a large gap, or, or so it seems. That could change in five years when we look back on the draft. But today, as we sit here, there's a clear consensus for the number one pick. And um, for a lot of reasons, for basketball, for business, it would have been great. But, but I like the New Orleans people as well. I'm happy for them. And um, certainly a place that's had its share of ups and downs. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it is too bad for Charlotte, though. Um, but I'm sure they'll get a good player, whatever they decide to do with that, their pick. Bob, congratulations again. Thank you so much for your time. We hope to talk to you soon, sir. Thank you very much. Yes. Thanks, guys. And, Dan, should we call your agent to get you in for a, a workout? Or what are we? Yeah, I've been waiting by the phone, Bob, and it just hasn't really been ringing much. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'll see you on the court. Okay, thank you, Bob Myers, general manager of the Warriors. How about I call that? him Mr. Myers, yeah, or Sir, when I see him around the facility. That's yeah. what I would do, certainly. Yeah. yeah. So Jerry West is a big Dibley guy, but Bob Myers, not so much. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you'd put me in that awkward <laughs> position like that, Whitey. It's just so unlike you. Yeah. I don't know if you've met Mark Kreidler, but he's normally the guy we go after in these ways. Just for next time, maybe. If you want me to run some air, listen, I can make some calls, dude.